1: PlushCare.com slash weight loss. we got the property out there. I want to have some fun on
0: it. They're not even expensive.
1: It looks like a redneck scooter.
0: I think they're dangerous.
1: Okay, so you have to wear goggles and dogs, probably gloves.
0: I kind of wonder if Cody was trying to compensate with these
1: bikes. Yeah. Here, sit on it, Saul. Instead of the kids focusing on the fact that family isn't altogether... He's going, look, look at this pretty cool thing over here. Compensate for what it is we're actually.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business, but mine with me, Kara Berry, our Sister Wives Edition. We're back, Season 18, Episode 4. Join with me. You know her. You love her. Liz Bentley. Hello, Liz. Kara, hello. Hello. Before anybody asks, tell everybody where they can find you because Feathers in My Hair is coming back. I'm manifesting, but it's not here currently. So where can people <laughs> find you if they want to hear you?
1: I do want Feathers in My Hair to come back. I just don't know what it will look like, but maybe one day. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Liz Explains. I have a podcast where I talk about like everything. I cover sister wives. Um, I try and cover stuff like as it's happening. So when those Mila kunis and ashton kutcher letters came out like i had a podcast episode of 45 minutes later maybe of me just screaming into the microphone filled with rage um so yeah i cover all sorts of stuff and you can follow me on instagram at bentley liz one or twitter at bentley liz two
0: love it love that for all of us you can you can also see Liz and I exchanging um screenshots of different sister wives to each other um throughout- cyber bullies me she's a cyber bully okay so what did you do yesterday tell everybody tell everybody, tell everybody what you did sending me pictures of a whats your face from HGTV <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs>
1: Chelsea and her no. friend that was a really tough look it was so tough I was like what did I do I was like oh yeah, yeah yeah that was tough but I will say Kara has started it always starts it um and I am chilled to the bone to think of the way that she has her sister wives pictures organized on her phone
0: thank you they I do very little organization with my with regard to like any sort of photo memes I do have one sister wives and after you bullied me i did do one for vanderpump but that's it everything else is (laughs) loosey-goosey but i have to keep my girls tight because i never know when i'm gonna need them you know you never know only one i have is
1: for nails but i really should start making more reality tv folders
0: there's never there's so many different instances of robin crying that you really need to like look at all of them to catch which nuance you really want to put out there into the world that's true or mary doing a weird selfie
1: Uh, uh because that different days need a different mary you know
0: yeah. different hours,
1: different moods can i just say speaking of mary brown after watching this episode i thought to myself how the fuck did janelle let mary be in a better position than her
0: Ooh, let's get into that girl
1: that's embarrassing <laughs> let's talk about it that sad sack is in a better position than janelle is
0: uh, it's a shame
1: it's a real or was shame. at least 18 and a half years ago when this episode was filmed <laughs> back in
0: 1992
1: when they filmed this episode actually this episode was filmed before 9-11 can you believe it
0: <laughs> it's apropos for this week um so you guys I just have to warn you there is a storm happening outside so if you hear anything my bad I, I can't do anything about it okay blame atlas maybe shrug. shrugged um so we start with the episode we're 10 days out from that big fight with janelle and cody where she said fuck you and he was like uh, i don't have to listen to you and he took his leather jacket and left and slammed that, that the door most cathartic thing i've ever seen on tv and you know what's so
1: crazy to think about that's like the first time they fought in like 10 years what's you wrong think? with these people the first time they've really gotten
0: into it yeah i bet you're right
1: Uh, When they were saying on the group chat that that was the first time that all of the kids had brought up their issues with Robin joining the family. I'm like, all my family and I do is like scream at each other about ways (laughs) you fucked up in the past. Like
0: sitting on that for 10 years. Mm, Can't, could not relate. Could not be me. Um, So she says like, Cody actually says, I don't know if I was right, but I, I know that I'm angry as hell so good for you and then janelle says like she knows she's she's like filming herself this is the footage it seems like she took right after they got into that fight Mm -hmm. that selfie footage where she says and reveals us that cody had recently screamed at her in a car right that's cody um you need to or or you won't have a husband which is so dark so First of all,
1: I actually hate the word loyalty. I hate the concept of loyalty. I think it's just a very, it's just something I've never related to. Anytime I would like hear um, Victoria Gotti going on and on about like (laughs) being loyal, I was like, what? Like, it's just like not. I don't know. I just feel like it's like do nice things, you know, and like support your partner and like support the people in your life. This idea of loyalty is one for me to like really. I just can't really wrap my head around like what people mean when they say it um a lot of the times and i especially cannot with cody because he really just means like bend at the knee to me and that's i think that's really what like a lot of people mean by loyalty and it's why i don't fuck with it it's the same with obedience and shit like that i'm like
0: yeah when you were talking about that the first person that came to mind was like early vanderpump stassi just like Demanding that people be there for her birthday and like do this. You gotta be there. You gotta answer the phone at the right time. I'm not gonna call you back. You know, like she's mad at Katie for some stupid reason or Kristen, you know, whatever. And then she has to bring in that B team <laughs> she would bring in when everybody else got mad at her. <laughs> and she would yeah. talk to them about loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild stuff. Oh God. Um, so basically she goes off like janelle's so done with him she's like i don't know if this is fixable because he's acting like i've done him wrong but i feel like he's been playing favorites for a long time and robin lives the way he wants to run his family so i think he's just gonna write off the other kids and she's absolutely right about that she's like i don't think he wants to be a plural husband anymore hey here's my question for you yes
1: do you think in the year of our lord 2023 janelle will finally fucking admit cody's never been a good dad
0: i wonder like what her what does she mean when she says that you know
1: because that's her thing she's always been adamant that cody is an incredible father
0: and, and that that's been like the main reason why she's remained in this relationship but if he's not going to do that uh, then what's the point but but i
1: listen to those kids patreons or those interviews and they're like i'm like when was he a good dad
0: cite your sources oh it's really coming down guys uh he's coming to get me cody's coming to get me um but yeah that that's an excellent question i don't know what she means by that yeah, I, me I don't either. know just being there just being in the house Because christine has to- at least admitted that he was a shitty dad to all of the kids and she needed to, because what was she doing? That little MLM at night when she was heavily pregnant with Truly. Mm-hmm. and He didn't even want to help Aspen put those kids to bed. <laughs> like, awful. although,
1: okay, I actually saw something very interesting that, well, I didn't see it. Somebody who watched Gwen's Patreon, because I just couldn't keep up with all of it, yeah. uh, told me that Gwen said that part of the reason that Janelle's boys are so much like outwardly angry at Cody compared to Christine's girls is because he's always treated the girls like this. This has been default treatment of the girls right. and he's always been really in with the boys and so now I'm thinking about it, I'm like I don't know maybe
0: he was a good dad because Janelle had five boys. That is true. I mean he has always said that he's like found it impossible to relate to girls.
1: Yeah. I mean Which by is- that I mean
0: he didn't try.
1: Yeah exactly but that that I guess wouldn't surprise me if the reason that christine and her, her girls are like not well the girls like just don't seem that mad at cody because i think this is just how they always have been right. and for the first time little gabe and garrison are being put out to the woods where yeah, Gwen's it, like this has been our reality forever
0: yeah savannah savannah doesn't seem that brokenhearted over the situation you know when he had that talk with truly truly's like that dog i barely see you anyway or so whatever was like, who who are you i with that like little look she does with
1: her glasses like
0: <laughs> i been maintaining that truly looks at Cody as like uh, an uncle that comes over a couple times and like tries to be so fun and you're just like but I never see you and I don't talk to you so yeah we don't even have to do this bro like we're fine hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. And then Cody says that this has been a buildup and that, like, he's not looking for a mea culpa or an apology, but Janelle got so mad that she told him to shut the F up and that triggered him. And how, like, she talks about him being mean, but he sees her as being meaner. So, years of abuse, m- emotional neglect, familial neglect is mean, but saying fuck one time at the very end of your relationship is more mean. Just, mm-hmm. just if anybody's checking of course and then janelle talks about how she's depressed and she's like listen never in a million years did i think that i would he would ever say to me to choose him or the children and now he's flipped it to being her fault and then and it really made me sad and i know that i was thinking about princess at the same time that she was like probably laughing at just <laughs> like you're a dummy bitch but she was like honestly upset like i am so stupid i am so Mm. stupid i don't recognize this man or like maybe this is who he always was i don't know but like he is very mean and i don't recognize him and then she says i'm stuck i'm financially stuck christine had the house i have nothing and my finances are all tied up into basically robin and cody and and mary i guess and probably nobody's gonna cooperate with her now And then she says, I cannot believe I'm 50 and I can't do my own thing. I'm stuck. I can't believe I got myself into this position. How dumb is that? I know better.
1: she said that, I was um, like, first of all, remember for like 15 years when we're like, Janelle's the smart one. She works. Like that, like we would always be like, well, Janelle has a job. When Janelle absolutely has not really had a job since they moved to Vegas. Um, But we were always like, no, Janelle works. Like she's so smart. When she said that, I... I mean, I I felt extremely bad for her because I think that a lot of people let a lot of things happen out of just not wanting to confront their lives. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what she did. But when she said Christine had the house and I have nothing, I was like, oh, you fucked up so bad, you know.
0: She trusted the process she was all in on the process and all in on the family and now she's like damn I didn't even once consider that this might blow up in my face which
1: I once like I have a lot of empathy for but I'm also like bitch why
0: right you
1: the you're this family has been broke the whole time except for like when they were getting tv you know what like you've always been broke with Cody then you guys got some tv money and you like thought then that that money would just like last forever and cover every, like, I don't know. It doesn't track like with what Janelle has always told us about herself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely, definitely fair. Um,
1: I feel bad I, for her. Don't I get do. me wrong. Like, yeah. and people get themselves in situations even when they know better. I'm just a little bit like, why
0: did you trust, trust the process? You know, I, I wonder if part of it is because she, you know, she saw the, like we said, like we just talked about Cody being such a good dad and that being like the the main attraction for their relationship, right? I think she probably was like, I don't really need to be in love with him. Yeah, we just be fine. And as long as we're fine, I'm fine. but now True. we're not fine. <laughs> I think a big
1: part of it is that it's just so hard to change your life and it's so yeah. much easier just close your eyes and go along with shit until you literally cannot anymore and I think that's probably the position she's in. I think that she, I would bet since they moved to Arizona, she's known that the money was not mathing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that shit was not adding up, but what was she going to do? Because as soon as she said out loud, this is not fair. Her marriage with Cody was over hundred percent. Right. As soon as those words left her mouth, he was done with her and she knew that would be the case. Yep. And so I think for her, it was probably just easier to be like, I just don't want to deal with this. Like I, when I was in an abusive relationship, like I fully knew like, What a dummy I was being in a lot of situations. But like, if I admitted that out loud, that would mean I would have to change my life because I'm a smart person. Exactly. Who like, I am aware that if I say out loud, like my boyfriend stole $500 from me and then I know he did it. But we're you pretending have to take accountability for yourself. Yeah. yeah, like I'm just going to pretend that I didn't know he did it because if I say you stole $500 from me, then you can't be my boyfriend anymore. And I would rather you just be my boyfriend and not have to deal with anything in my life. And right. I would imagine that's where Janelle is. And I'd, I just feel very grateful I did that at 25 and not at 50 with 50, 1,800 yeah. children.
0: <laughs> right, right. I mean, the only like silver lining is that she doesn't at least have young kids like Savannah thank god oh my god you know there's at least that she is really lucky she only has to take care of herself her children
1: do not have an expectation that she will be taking care of them those kids are not spoiled she's not paying for their colleges like she is very lucky in that regard that she can just live in a one-bedroom apartment
0: for sure or 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 an RV if she needs to. Like, you know, don't get me started on that. By the way, <laughs> by the way, that
1: fucking RV. How much money did she spend on that? Ooh. I've been dying to know because that's a fucking expensive fifth wheeler. I bet that thing costs fifty 000 to eighty thousand dollars at yeah, least. I was gonna say sixty. Yeah, like that- at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and remember, she bought it like in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one when like there were none on the market she took the only one available i'm sure prices were huge in 2020 for rvs because people want to get the fuck out of their house Indeed. and
0: yeah you're right
1: like so where so are you going to like sell that like and i i'm sure it's not enough for a down payment and it's probably but like what payments are you making on that i just have i just have questions about choices that janelle makes but i do think a lot of them were made in an effort to not deal with reality
0: right and to just like ask believe her receive herself right on coyote pass and that don't, wasn't
1: don't even get me fucking started with that at the beginning of the season when she's like i really feel like i failed i'm like "Bitch, you did not think you were gonna put your rv there and build a house with your bare hands what are you talking
0: about <laughs> that was that was magical thinking on her part for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> but after this there's like creepy christmas music Start. Playing. This is a weird creepy music episode did you know the whole thing it felt very ominous it was pointed as well because it was only playing when they were introing robin's house every yeah. and i made a note of that <laughs> i made sure to check so we're at christmas eve at robin's do we just want to get into pacifier talk now like just get out yeah. of it the- okay okay so you guys um Ariola was in a pacifier. she was rocking the pacifier for most of this episode she's like Six prop seven, maybe I think she's like six when it's being filmed. I think she's
1: like seven and a half in the talking
0: heads, right? So, yeah, a lot of people had a lot of things to say, and I think that's fair, it's not on not unfair correct. to wonder why a six-year-old would need a pacifier correct and i understand it's a soothing thing like i get it um but it's still probably not re- recommended by like an like an oral surgeon or something like that no I no know, no, no 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 Seems no. like a no no <laughs> but um i don't you know like does this surprise me from one of from robin no
1: i okay Princess actually texted me and was like I know it's bad but like out of everything you could do to your kids like a pacifier until they're six is not the worst thing and I agree with that um also remember Sophia Abrams Farrah's daughter had a pacifier until she was like seven (laughs) um so I want to say this extremely gently I wonder if there's some things going on with Ari that they have decided not to disclose um With like developmental things, we know that one of children, Robin's children, is on the spectrum. We know it runs in families. Gwen is on the spectrum. Like, I'm just kind of wondering if there's some other stuff going on. I think it's very easy to be like, it's just Robin's lazy parenting, and that could definitely be it. But like, for years, they've been talking about the fact that she, like, doesn't sleep during the night. She'll only sleep during the day. Right. It took them a really long time to potty train her. I think there might be some developmental things that, and do you remember, like, on the first day of school from kindergarten, the teacher had to call home to, like, mm-hmm. like I think there are some things going on that they're choosing not to disclose. I'm not saying a diagnosis. I'm not saying this for sure. But it's just something that, like, I've always kind of thought is maybe happening that would explain some more of this behavior Um, And it's obviously still not good, but let me tell you, when they flashed that little girl on the couch and she said that uh, she found creeps to be the loveliest treat, I literally, like, sighed with relief and was like, (laughs) oh, not only can she speak, she can speak very well. Like, that girl girl can talk, thank God, okay. Because that's what, when I see that pacifier in her mouth, I'm worried she, like, can't talk. Like, that was my main concern. Right it can really hamper speech development if your child has something in their mouth 24-7. Yeah. Um, but like, I will say when I saw that, I was like, oh God. But then the talking head, which was clearly filmed like 18 months later, I felt like she seemed pretty age appropriate. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to stress on that. But yeah, obviously yeah. a six-year-old shouldn't have a fucking pacifier. Yeah. <laughs> as I say, as an adult with a baby blanket. like. <laughs> but that doesn't harm my teeth, okay?
0: yeah me uh fixing a, a thing of, of water calling it my bottle no, fixing, making my bottle but yeah cool. sure <laughs> oh my gosh so okay so like mary's there she's at christmas eve she's saying in a confessional everything's just so weird this year and she's stuck in the middle and i would just like to say mary you got to find a different phrase because you're not there's no middle there's no middle also
1: can I get Leon Brown on a podcast? Because I have some fucking questions.
0: I would. Uh, yeah. Somebody commented and asked me like, why wouldn't Mary be hanging with Leon? And yeah, I would be very curious. Like, Even if Leon has like a, a tenuous relationship with the rest of the family, what's going on with with them and Mary? I, I'm curious. Also, have you noticed none of the
1: siblings mention them ever? They're like Christine's kids and Janelle's kid. And I'm like, but what about Leon? Well, what about there's Leon? another child and I'm just so curious like how the only child dynamic fits in with this and I kind of have the sneaking suspicion that Leon's actually in a a very lucky position at this point in time and doesn't have to deal with this all I would imagine as a child it was quite isolating to not be one of Janelle or Christine's kids right kind of wondering if as an adult they're able to be like oh I'm so glad I don't have to deal with any of this shit <laughs>
0: yeah to get out relatively unscathed
1: yeah and just get get to like be with their their spouse um who they love so much and just getting to chill and like can talk to the siblings they want to talk to but isn't forced because they never have to see them if they don't want to except for like at weddings
0: right yeah yeah i want to know if leon and and audrey were on the group chat
1: oh i would love to know that
0: i feel like yes
1: because i think yes because logan I think Logan and Leon are still friendly and Gwen said something about like for his wedding he called Gwen and asked if Leon could sit with Gwen because I think there are transphobic issues with a lot of the siblings shock are you are you hold your horses guys but I think some of the brown kids are transphobic (laughs) even fucking believe it um and so i think there are issues there but like i think that leon or i would imagine logan and his wife like i think they live a pretty liberal type of life there in las vegas you know what i mean like they they at least from like the very little we know of them so i would bet leon was on the chat but i wouldn't be surprised if leon didn't say anything in the chat
0: yeah, then that would have been me. I would have been Leon to the bullshit. Like, y'all just work yeah. it out. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, although I do love a Gwen, like, laugh reacting to things.
0: <laughs> iconic. Truly iconic behavior on Gwen's part. I, I will give her props for that. The but... best passive-aggressive. By the
1: way, imagine being in a group chat with, like, 25 fucking people. What All right. Know. Hell, And you can't, like, get out of it because half the people are on iPhones, half are on Android. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't escape it. There's no way to remove yourself. Like, oh, my
0: God. And the fact that, like, Robin would have no awareness for the fact that, like, it's really logistically, like, annoying to have to schedule all of that. Like, nobody wants to just hop on a Zoom call all willy-nilly with 20 other people like get real but you have to make it all about you being the victim to to that like okay okay get a job and maybe you'll realize why people don't want to be on zoom like that but anyway i think about all of the time
1: you saying last year that robin is the winner but she cries like she's the loser yeah and like nothing has summed her up better than that
0: and this and this that has was so apparent all over this episode and she she
1: gets to have christmas at her house not just once but twice
0: (laughs) oh made me sick okay okay so yeah then we're over there robins and then we see christmas eve it, christmas eve in salt lake city with christine and her kids aspen and mitch and all of them and she's like i'm super excited are you kidding me like i'm so ready for a chill i ride. not a lot of presents just good food and games night. Okay. i was
1: shocked when she said that it is show, it just shows how much she's grown because I thought out of all
0: of them, she like, would have missed she, like the big thing. Yeah.
1: Yes. Because, and I just think it goes to show how much Christina's convinced herself of truths that she's now allowing herself not to believe. Because I guarantee you, 10 years, like if we go watch early, what I want to watch is that episode in season two, I think, where they go away for Christmas, you know, and mm-hmm. they go to that little like A frame house. Yes. And at one point, they're sledding and Mary likes <laughs> to.
0: The window that's very the funniest- practically kool-aid man's herself into that into that <laughs> uh, cabin. funniest scenes of the whole series and oh they like god. catch it and Ro- like
1: i think it's robin standing there and she's like ah. "Look, like, it's so <laughs> fucking funny oh my god but i guarantee you in that episode christine does a thing of we love our big family gatherings mm-hmm. we love them i love the noise and the chaos oh yeah and now she's like fuck no although now she's gonna have them again because doesn't David have like 19 kids of his own
0: I think he's got a good amount of kids yeah I think I think they're LDS or at one point
1: they were LDS so yeah I think there are a lot of kids but I I for to just hear Christine be like I'm fucking glad I don't have to wrap all these presents I don't have to see all these people I don't have to deal with the noise I'm like this is so it's good honestly I feel a lot of cathartic like catharsis it feels very cathartic watching christine because she's finally fucking saying
0: out loud all the things that like i know to be true about her right because she knows like okay like a lot of that was bullshit like she knows this is bullshit and this is you know to speak utah this is real okay yeah. she knows like this is with her family they can yeah. play titles of Catan and like have a great time and watch harry potter and like yeah yeah have mock tapioca pudding that she doesn't have to fight 18 other people for let me tell you what or can you tell me i don't
1: really understand what mock tapioca pudding is versus real tapioca pudding i don't all i know is i don't like i want to (laughs) know i don't think
0: i don't know if i want to know the answer to that (laughs) i don't they kept talking about it and i was like you guys eat bad food i haven't dared look at the recipe because i've heard people who have looked at it and it sounds scary also i've never had tapio pudding so i don't know what that yeah again like i wouldn't know what the mock would be that sounds scary to me
1: um i had it as a child but i don't even remember how it tastes but i have always been kind of texture picky and i remember like hating the texture of it also like you know they eat like duggers, oh for sure they they love a tater tot casserole <laughs>
0: yeah for sure 100 oh god bless like, yeah she kept talking about the good food that they were having like what is it and how much cream of, of chicken is going into these please let us know but anyway um over at janelle's she's making dinner with the kids lasagna question mark I'm
1: not yeah quite and sure. i i know janelle feels a lot about like having to have an airbnb so all the kids can be there but at the same time you know like you have a lot of fucking kids like it's not unreasonable not to be able to host them all in your post empty nester house
0: yeah and you're and you're like maybe two-bedroom apartment like i hope, yeah, that- like so through a bedroom. <laughs> I don't know i mean let's hope <laughs> uh but yeah they're like making she's making lasagna i guess with with uh G- gabe and um she says that cody has still not spoken to savannah or her since they got into that fight and then she says we take our covenant seriously like i don't want him back but my faith says that i can't walk away or it really doesn't allow me to say that i'm done so i box his stuff up he can come get it and if he doesn't come after a while maybe i'll just give it away and i thought girl you got a little nest egg in those boxes Put, put them up for auction. Some of us weirdos will buy it, and put it towards your uh, down payment. <laughs> Janelle,
1: and the religion. In your down.
0: <laughs> Janelle and the
1: religion of it all, I find. Well, one, I find it interesting because Christine is full on, like, I'm not part of that religion. I don't give a fuck about any of that anymore. And so I think, in contrast, like, where Janelle is, I'm worried i mean i think in modern day she feels differently but like hearing her talk like that
0: i'm like oh she's not leaving him it's always jarring when she mentions that i'm like oh you are religious because at this point it feels very much like uh they don't do anything religious they don't go to a church they don't like
1: they don't seem to have any sort of religion in their day-to-day and then she's like well the covenants make it so i can't
0: leave him and yeah. like it's it's like if having like a prisoner or, or somebody like an animal at the zoo but like the gates open but you're just not leaving like you can escape yeah. nobody's yeah. making you the door's wide open and you're choosing to stay here and like be like i'm stuck but you're not you can go the keys the keys are gone the guards aren't watching you're free <laughs> yeah when it's,
1: she it's, says it's that i'm it. just like oh she's gonna it worries me that that means she's going to take him back because if you genuinely believe that your eternal soul is dependent on someone it's probably harder to say mad at them you know
0: if janelle and mary liked each other i would love to hear them have a conversation about like oh, what that means to them now with thing. regard to relationships. i but did you i don't
1: think mary's religious anymore either because... i don't think so remember when they were talking about the earrings and Mary started mocking like what they told her in the church she's like if God wanted you to have holes in your ears you would have holes in your ears (laughs) 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 that's what they told me growing up like it sounded very much like that was a thing in the past but also I wonder if Mary's mom dying has given her freedom to like yeah I'm not religious anymore because her mom was like deeply religious and it's not a coincidence that she finally like allows Cody
0: to not be her husband anymore once her mom is dead and yeah, that's exactly what i was about to say i wonder like how much her mother you know may she rest like made her feel even subconsciously like this was something that you have to like stay the path uh, on uh,
1: i guarantee you a lot she made yeah. that a lot because from everything they've said about her mom her mom was although i don't know have you noticed when people talk about joining these like cults or these patriarchal things they're always like her mom really wanted to join. Like they always say that Cody's mom was the one that got them into it. They mm-hmm. say Mary's mom was the one that got them into it. It just like always happens to be the woman's choice Yeah. Um. in a way that I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure. I believe that, but mm-hmm. by all accounts, Mary's mom was like a true, like Lieber leader of
0: all of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And a
1: leader of like women in the church, you know, like a spiritual leader of other women in the church and also remember Mary's sister died very young and they look at, they like tie a lot of polygamy into her death because they're like the sisterizer. there for the kid. Like, I think they like very much focus in on like how great polygamy is. And yeah, I think that her dying had a lot to do with Mary being like, I don't believe in this anymore. I don't want this anymore. And now I don't have to answer to my mom. So.
0: Mm, mm -hmm, mm. Oh my gosh. So then we see savannah and gabe and garrison in their own confessional and they are giving their perspective why why is that
1: why was that because i just feel like we haven't seen a bunch of the kids sit down like that in a while yeah like the older kids because they used to do that all
0: the time all the time yeah but it usually would be about something corny yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, have you? What do your friends in school think about you guys being in a polygamous family? But yeah, you're what right. What do it they it think
1: about hard. those ugly shirts you wear under your tank tops?
0: They <laughs> call you fucking freaks. <laughs> so the, Gabe says that the last two years have been really hard, and Savannah was like, "Yeah, we were one big family, and now we're kind of separate." But then Gabe is like, "Actually." I'm glad to say that I've maintained a pretty happy relationship with a lot of family, a lot of my family, but I can't help but feel that we've kept the door open and some haven't. And then Garrison says that they've reached out and they've been neglected or overlooked for offenses that were believed to have happened, but actually never did, which... Very interesting. Just um, the
1: way they talk is like so upsetting to me. Like so? talking about their dad, like it's just not like oh, yeah. that. Like it's sad. Heartbreak. Like it's very mm-hmm. sad, heartbreaking. I think is like, like I'm not upset by them saying it. Like they're talking about like a toxic boss,
0: right? Like it, it's a separation that is so necessary. Obviously i mean just i'm like remembering gabe crying about how like his dad forgot his birthday or other things like gabe got to be so critical. fucked gabe got so
1: i mean i gave yeah. a little weasel but that boy got so fucked he got ripped out of his school his junior year he begged to be able to live in vegas with a friend and they wouldn't let him and janelle was like we're not moving until he graduates, and so then Janelle was like, mm, "I guess we'll move." Okay, who cares? And then his dad totally cuts him off. It's just it's yeah. so he's been through it the last like five to six years.
0: He really has. It's it's been a lot, and I and I feel for him, especially because he was the
1: youngest boy for a long time, mm-hmm. and so I kind of bet he was daddy's little baby.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I I just I I feel sad for them the creepy music comes back so we're back at robin's and um cody says that the idea that the kids were trying to connect to him and robin aren't true because he tried to reach out to them but they're not fair like get the fuck out of here bro you are the parent you are mm-hmm. the one in the pa- the position of power here mm-hmm. to be to have like you are need to be speaking to them as though these are your peers and this is like a 50-50 well you know phone works both ways sort of situation that they're supposed to take accountability i said this like a couple episodes ago i don't care how old the child is they're still the child and you owe as a parent um your kid uh the feeling or the knowledge that you're always going to be there it does like if whatever is going on that you're going to reach out to them and try to make things work and not act like oh you and Robin are the victims to this yeah I mean
1: I do think when children reach a certain age like there is more of a responsibility for them to maintain a relationship with their parents but like Gabe is what 20 yeah he's still really young yeah He's really young, and it's I mean, they're still in college. Garrison is like just barely a working adult. like they're still kids, yeah,
0: yeah they're they're still kids, and they still like this idea that like at eighteen, you're out of the house, like no no (laughs) it don't work like that it worked like that for i know this is a lot of damage that has been going on with cody and how he was raised and now he's like well i gotta be a hard ass to my boys because that's how my dad treated me but like no sorry no i also think cody like doesn't reflect enough on
1: the trauma around his family i like There is no way he just came home from his Mormon mission and was like, cool, you guys are polygamists? Like, after two years of serving an LDS mission, I'm just supposed to believe that Cody came home and was like, A-okay with his parents being excommunicated from the church?
0: No. Cody, who who is desperate to be accepted? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I think that there's a lot more going on with Cody's family than he'll ever talk about. Definitely. Definitely, for sure. I mean, we saw how his brother dying Like, you know, we actually don't talk enough about how they—he died before they went to Flagstaff, right? Like a little bit before.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: Because, yeah, because Maddie—that's when Maddie like reconnected with Caleb, and that was pre-Flagstaff. Right. right.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That was um Las Vegas.
1: I think a lot. Cody got a lot angrier after his brother died. I think. Mm. Things really started spy. Spot- I think Cody just has a lot of family issues he's, like, just never going to deal with. That's
0: obvious to me as well, for sure. Um, what is mock ravioli? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June.
1: Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all. But when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health. And we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself.
1: Girl. <laughs> it's either ravioli or it's not right ravioli- is it a little ball of pasta with some cheese or meat in it or is it not maybe yeah. we could get some lobster in there babe like <laughs> This I is love a, lobster pasta. ravioli.
0: Uh, me too, girl, me too. Mary says that she's making mock ravioli with uh butterfly noodles, which are actually bowtie, but she calls them butterfly noodles because she's just mean really pop like that? She's just
1: stacking bowtie noodles. I with, think so, and like making a lasagna. I don't. I'll understand i don't
0: know it looked like yeah it looked like lasagna with bow tie with bow tie noodles or butterfly noodles but whatever which you
1: know what it's probably banging in because it's just all pasta and it if it's fucking stuffed with cheese i'm gonna rock with it but like it looked
0: good I i'm just sure i'm is.
1: sure you know what i actually believe mary makes a lovely like heavy heavy pasta cream like oh, yummy yeah. starchy dish oh, um yeah, for sure but yeah, why it's called mock ravioli, I don't know why
0: she didn't just say, I'm making a pasta dish. Mm. There's pasta the casserole or whatever but anyway um then we have to see the uh qvc collection dickens christmas that robin has been collecting for cody because he just loves a christmas carol and cody's like well it's special for me because you know uh he got a shot at looking in his future five years ahead and maybe i need to do that maybe i need to look five years into the okay. future It's like how are you gonna do that raven one apparently
1: those christmas villages are not cheap which oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure they're not apparently they're quite expensive but also i think you can get like lots of them on ebay and i have a feeling robin's an ebayer would be my guess um, i mean that is
0: clear from from that outside shot the
1: drone shots of the inside of her house yeah that shit is not i don't think that's all coming right from the shop i think she is like on ebay i bet she's going to like yard sales and shit like that mm-hmm. like i can definitely see that um when Cody said maybe I could look five years into the future, I got like a full body chill. I'm like, Cody, you have fucked your life up so bad. You can gaze into the
0: future. Honestly,
1: yeah. nobody needs to be Christmas Carol more than Cody Brown. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> nobody would benefit to be Ebenezer Scrooge quite like one Mr. Cody Brown who could view his past. And his future, yeah, that would be yeah, really you need to be helpful.
0: Five years back to see how you got here. Actually,
1: I, TLC, if you're listening, you should edit an episode together like this, <laughs> where you make Cody watch all of the old stuff and <laughs> call it the Christmas Past.
0: Oh my god, tlc
1: okay. TLC's kind of the ghost of Christmas Past.
0: I mean, in many ways, in many ways, (laughs) for sure. So then we go back to Salt Lake and- Wait, do you think that Cody likes the Muppet version? Ooh, I don't know if he would think that was like godly or not. True, 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 true. He doesn't have Muppet energy for me. No, he doesn't really. Yeah,
1: Hmm. I'm going to have to think about if Cody is Muppet (laughs) energy or not.
0: He looks like He is
1: kind of Miss Piggy. (laughs) He has Miss Piggy vibes, doesn't he? <laughs> All about moi, <laughs> with some curly blonde hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kermit- Robin is, <laughs> and Robin Robin is Kermit. Oh,
0: God! Just singing the Rainbow Connection.
1: Sad Kermit. I'm really putting some things together right now.
0: It's been The Dreamers and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go back to salt lake Interesting, you're just about how like basically truly is not clocking what's going on or like what she's missing but she knows enough kids of divorce to know that she's going to be getting presents wherever she goes so she's good she's good. yeah truly's like which
1: guy right <laughs> cody oh all right i mean i guess we'll go there we had to really drop god we're driving back and forth a lot
0: this is really annoying uh-huh i'm sick yeah i don't feel good tell him my test failed bye
1: um also but- like no. i know christine spends a lot of time with truly but does she talk to truly a lot i mean she just whenever she talks about how truly's feeling she's kind of like no 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 <laughs>
0: i think she talks at truly and truly's like mm-hmm, and then goes right back into her bedroom
1: yeah truly's yeah.
0: like i'll be on my phone yeah <laughs>
1: i've got roblox to play i'm really into the sims they all dress like goths <laughs> yeah i have
0: to i have to comment on my ravenclaw forum like i'm oh, very oh she is
1: deep in a harry
0: potter forum a hundred percent oh god so then we go back to flagstaff and mary is telling us that basically her christmas tradition of giving all the kids their little jammies is now turned into blankets so Then Cody's like, you know, it's probably very awkward for Barry because this is me and Robin's house, and you know we always have to tone down our romantic tension completely around her. And then Robin says, you know, um, you know, I know it's different for Mary and Cody, and out of respect for her and love for her, I'm careful. Cut to Mary, who's like, yeah, Cody doesn't really hide things well, and I'm like fully aware that I'm the other woman, but I said yesterday, you're not the other woman because the other woman would imply that you're in a relationship with that man that both of you are in a relationship you're another woman
1: yeah you are a you're a cousin that's invited over occasionally um also like okay i keep thinking this but did they expect all of the kids all 18 of them or however many fucking kids there are to grow up and then come home for Christmas every single year with all of their spouses and all of their children and never split a single holiday because that's what they sound like when they talk about this shit
0: yeah I honestly these are adult kids I I legitimately think that's how they felt I legitimately think that they were like oh this is like coyote pass it'll just be the one-stop shop for all the kids and then they can you know he wanted that big-ass house and and just have them like running around with all those spare rooms and he got his own little house or whatever yeah i think he i think cody fully expected that the kids were gonna stay close enough and all just pilgrim their self back to to coyote pass for them
1: mm-hmm. which is so crazy because like even when mary is like well i can't make them pajamas anymore i'm like because they're 30 right <laughs>
0: the times they are a in. this would be happening even if you guys were in a best case scenario yeah
1: that's why like that's
0: the other thing it's like you don't live in the same place as all your kids it's yeah. okay madison's got what three kids in north carolina like they're not going as a family of five every year to christmas it's not happening no mckelty has three
1: little three little kids under the age of two in utah <laughs> like what do they expect
0: it's weird i mean this is all like a part of cody's ego just like my kids are gonna love me so much and the family that we created that they're gonna like never want to go outside and do their own thing they're always gonna come back to me i honestly think he feels that way it's crazy it's beyond it's beyond so then cody says like even though they're gonna celebrate Christmas and be grateful for who's there, he's got a love deficit. He's trying so hard. To okay, get Vicky, Vicky around.
1: Gumbelson, <laughs> his love tank. His is love tank.
0: Cool. <laughs> he is a real Vicky. He is. That is that is very true. Which is also interesting because he he's being filled by this family. Yeah. To him, act like. I'm trying so hard to give the kids that are still around, like, happy memories. It's so gross. There like, are, like, eight people in that house. There are yeah. a shit ton of people there. They're fine. They're fine. They have five
1: kids. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Mary's sad ass is there. they All, They're the, quite all full. the butterfly pasta? This is a full house. Also, like, doesn't Robin have parents and siblings that always used to come around? Like, call them over.
0: Right. You're one big happy family. You got it you got it Ugh. then later mary's recording in her car because it's christmas day and she's on her way to robin's right and she says to be honest with you i feel like me and robin are the only ones trying to get together and i'm just like so frustrated with so many people right now but what was her expectation they already christine already made it very clear like the relationship that we have is going to continue which is nothing you haven't liked janelle and janelle has not liked you in a decade ever no (laughs) she has never liked janelle she fucking hates janelle and
1: has since the moment she came into her home and vice versa and and so like they couldn't even drive to therapy together they had to take separate cars
0: yeah i think they were like supposed to fly somewhere and they didn't even fly together no, they
1: fucking hate each other. This is like the thing that confuses me so much about Mary. Cause I'm like, you want to spend Christmas with those assholes. You hate them.
0: Exactly.
1: Why don't you look at this as a positive thing? Where's your girl, Jen? Go make out with her somewhere. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Go to your Airbnb with a girl or your B. get a girlfriend and live your truth.
0: Please. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it oh god so then janelle's like you know i just really didn't expect to see cody but i hope that he would at least reach out to savannah savannah because she's done nothing she has so done crazy. nothing not only has she not done nothing savannah was the one sticking up for him against her brothers yeah
1: but i guess i i was thinking oh that probably hasn't aired yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe not cody hasn't seen that but like poor little savannah but at the same time i'm
0: like does savannah care i feel like she doesn't but i feel like that's more sad yeah it doesn't matter exactly it's more sad
1: that she knows he's not going to contact her
0: yeah yeah agreed i
1: agree with that
0: so then what does cody do in an effort to uh fill up his his un unending love deficit he gets these scooters these little road rockets or whatever you call them so that uh the oldest kids can go out on coyote pass i will say i was like that seems fun (laughs) <laughs> oh, it seems like a, a hello, a wang dang doodle. I would love to do that. But like I was like, really? that would be fun.
1: <laughs> and I actually was with Robin when she's like, I fucking hate those things. Yeah, she's like, I'm... I don't want them on it. I wonder if he asked Robin if he could get them. No. I wonder if they thought about it later. Cause you know, there is what? no way Robin. I bet they've never, I bet they sold those. I don't think Robin will let the kids on them.
0: I don't think so. And I don't think Low key, uh, Aurora or Brianna would want to be on them anyway. So no, not-, not Aurora. Maybe. maybe Brianna. Maybe, maybe. Not but Aurora. you, know you got to invest in the Coyote Pass somehow. If you're not going to use the property, <laughs> at least just go mudding in it. Yeah, like go, go make a go kart truck. Honestly, <laughs> make a whole Mario Kart recreation. Go crazy. Who cares? <laughs> So Robin says in a confessional and this pissed me, pissed me off. I wonder if Cody's trying to overcompensate, like instead of the kids focusing on the fact that the family isn't all together, he's like, Oh, look at this pretty cool thing over there to compensate for what we're missing. And this is what we were talking about. You you have everything. The Father's yeah. there. He's present. He's got these grand gifts. He's like making a moment for you. This is like probably going to be only... Christmas for the ages. But no, this is all about him being a victim because he's missing out on his kids and and the kids are also missing out because their their siblings don't want to be with them because they hate them because I told them that.
1: Yeah, not only are they like um
0: Oh, it's not only is he there, he like loves them yeah. so much. Loves on them. He's physically affectionate and I'm not getting weird, but he is he's demonstratively yeah. loving towards them. Yeah. And it, like come on, like d- the Christmas presents, mm-hmm. that was a lot. I mean like I know there's five kids, but that was still a lot of presents. It was- uh spanning over multiple
1: years as we find out later i will say i'm gonna out myself here as an extremely spoiled child because (laughs) i watched that and i thought that looks nice and then i got on reddit and people were like
0: so many fucking presents and i was like oh right spoiled spoiled kid it's a lot lot. but the other thing it's not even that it's almost like do you guys realize that there are going to be 13 other kids seeing this
1: yeah they and just that have... you couldn't
0: even so much as pick up the phone and call them. also did they not get gifts for any of the other kids hell no not a chance
1: they, they didn't, didn't send get... a ten dollar gift card to starbucks to Girl, all those kids. They,
0: they didn't get a, a merry christmas uh blingy blingy art gift to their text message no no because i do I do believe
1: and most likely is the mom's responsibility to get her kids gifts. Right. Like I would imagine oh, that's their tradition, definitely. but like was, Co- I mean, and we know that Cody like bah humbugged on Christmas for years before Robin was like, mm, I won't marry you unless you do Christmas. Um, right. So, but like, it's crazy to think that he like just didn't talk to 10 of his children. Well, didn't send them a gift didn't send a card, didn't do all you had to do was FaceTime one of them and yeah. have them pass around the phone and then go, <laughs> right. Oh, all right, so we're about to sit down for dinner over here. Love you guys. And hang up that little phone. That's all yeah.
0: five minutes. Yeah. How you doing? Thinking about you? You know? Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Not even a, not even a Bible verse in the group mm-hmm. chat on this day. Praise baby Jesus. Not even that, not even that sad that's sad baby and and the fact that robin is like oh because uh, uh, they're missing what they're missing with that house full of, of toys and a father that loves them, who's always there but yeah let's talk so about like, what your kids are missing girl i just refuse to believe her
1: kids actually care that much
0: they don't have to care about
1: nothing's bad that's happened to them yeah they the little kids are like i don't fucking know those people and the older ones are like well mom's sad about it
0: right she keeps making them feel like they don't like them anyway so they're probably at this point like who cares i mean we saw them mean mug christine the fuck out of her when she left because robin actually says christine doesn't want
1: anything to do with me or my children yeah and i was like i don't think she said that
0: no i
1: don't think she did although i will say i do remember last season when that came up and then christine goes oh she thinks that way Oh, I feel bad, and I was like, "You could send a text." (laughs) (laughs) Christine was like, "I have absolutely no way of
0: correcting that, huh?" (laughs) Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So then we go to Janelle. She's at the Airbnb with the kids, and she's like, "She's like, this is a gift card, Christmas, y'all, like, enjoy." And Janelle says, "Listen, on the one hand, I'm relieved, but on the other hand, like, I'm sad Cody isn't showing up for the kids." not even Savannah and like they've celebrated about 30 Christmases now as a family. She does miss the big Christmas, but she also feels very peaceful and joyful. And then she's like, you know, I told the kids that we had a fight, that me and their dad had a fight that we probably weren't gonna come back from. And uh, they weren't surprised because they've honestly thought that this is something that I should have done a long time ago to find something different and better. Yeah. How long has that been happening? Let us know poor savannah is like you know i just thought you know christmas with my mom was quiet but like in my opinion it was pleasant and garrison says that he thought it might be a hard pill to swallow but all in all it was fun and you know janelle confirms that they have not heard from anyone in flagstaff on christmas that was crazy uh, miss robin i want to get the family back together but okay you couldn't even text savannah you couldn't even encourage cody to text savannah
1: You couldn't have Saul and Ari send a little video. Hi, we love you. Merry Christmas. And then just send it. Like there's so many easy ways to
0: do this. So many, but they're too busy. Once again, one single
1: FaceTime call that lasts for five minutes. You can knock out all of Janelle's family in five minutes, then all of Christine's family in about three minutes and you're good. Yep. And then nobody can say you didn't try. But it's interesting also, I feel like I care a lot more about people being able to say i tried.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Robin doesn't seem to care about that at all. No, she just wants to cry and say that everything's so bad for her. Yeah. But i would love production to ask her what have you done? What have you done to try to get this family together? To try to talk to Cody. Like what specifically have you said to Cody to encourage him to speak to his children? Mm-hmm. i would love to know oh god so creepy music back at robbins Cody's saying that because janelle said that they were doing a separate christmas after the fight like he just didn't see the point to like reach out and that janelle was just as absent as he was but he's compartmentalizing that janelle is like kind of out of sight out of mind and then he goes my loyal wife and her children we want something special so i'm blocking everything else out for today
1: that fucking word my
0: loyal wife Ugh, that's so gross that's I so gross imagining if i'm one of his kids that aren't robins how i would feel about this like you're just gonna compart you're so hurt that you're mm. just gonna compartmentalize me out of your out of your mind on christmas day mm. and if it couldn't get gross enough then we get to this crepe talk because robin i guess has this tradition of having crepes um which uh cody pronounced crips a couple times he did say they were crips but then he explains to us that they're uh they look like tortillas but they're more french and less less mexican and i just know that he felt like he had to explain that because that's like somebody had to walk him through that that know?
1: was such a weird little explanation why wouldn't you just say they're like more savory pancakes
0: yeah they're not like a tortilla at all actually unless I oh, was so well depending on how weird. robin might be making them maybe they are giving towards that was so
1: weird i really like crepes um there's at my beach there's this like this really cute little french crepery that i really love and so i wasn't like immediately like oh but then they started talking about how cody likes is so disgusting they won't even Ugh. talk about it and
0: i was like what are they talking about? What could he be putting on them? Then, because Cody says that you know, typically people make like a, an entree crepe and then like a sweet crepe. So what he does is he likes to combine them in just like one big what he calls burrito. But again, they're Me- they're French, not Mexican. But he goes, he says that um, uh that he does mozzarella cheese, uh, some side of garlic aioli. Um, berries. I saw him grabbing salsa at one point and Nutella, and then he got a bowl and mixed it all up. <laughs> Just eat
1: two separate crepes.
0: Exactly. Now was- I
1: really want crepes, by the way, because
0: I'm thinking of the really good ones, and I'm like, mm. like a really nice one with like mushrooms, like a nice sautéed mushroom, like that would be good. Mm-hmm. Like really, like really fresh berries, really fresh mm-hmm. ones. But- Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. If you are going to eat two of them anyway, why wouldn't you just separate them? Tell me. Uh that is Cody Brown's mind. So then after this, Cody says that the holidays he was isolated and you know, Christine's gone, he's in a bad place with Janelle. I don't even know what to do with Mary. <laughs> when I was like, "Oh, mary to feel empathy for mary now that she seems to be opening her eyes a little bit
1: yeah yeah thank god if finally it's not- mm-hmm.
0: finally <laughs> it's it's hard for me but but it's happening a little bit The sh- the sun is creeping through same then a lot of what we see for the rest of the episode is this truck conversation that cody has with his brother-in-law his soulmate his sister nathan what um, the fuck
1: did that creepy ass man with those weird ass eyes <laughs> a talking head
0: it's not the eyes for me it's that he almost looks i don't know if this is just my tv but it's there's like a yellowing happen, like a jaundice there is he is a little yellow he World is jaundice-y that's happening there and I'm, I'm wondering if nathan is nathan okay
1: Maybe he's detoxing from alcohol
0: <laughs> maybe he needs to check his liver like i'm, I'm dead ass at wondering but
1: I, that man, I'm like, I don't know about this man. I don't care about this man. I don't care about his divorce. I don't care about what his wife says. I don't care about what his ex-wife says. Uh, The only thing I cared about and I thought was interesting was when he was like, everybody watch out for Robin because Cody's about to be a fucking asshole to her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does give Cody, like,
1: good advice, I think, or he tries. Sure, I just don't care about in the context of this show.
0: <laughs> you know? like yeah, no, no. He does not need a confessional. No. Yeah, I
1: mean, I I think it was, I thought it was right when he was like you have to like not only think of yourself in this like your whole family is going through this and you have to not be so angry and
0: the way that Cody was like I'm angry I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm scared no we're gonna talk about that because some of that stuff got like real dark I'm like you guys want to maybe uh Take, take your microphones off for a second and <laughs> he's like i'm gonna kill someone I'm no like, it was it was getting a little jinx like and i'm like okay you guys might be going a little too far here but we'll we'll talk about that so jinx like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know nathan started burping i was gonna get real scared but anyway um so basically, i killed her i did it honestly like it got <laughs> like, very dark then but yeah cody's like telling nathan that he thinks that when janelle and robin look at him now like they don't know him, and then he's comparing it to when he left his wife Beth. So he's still married to Mary's sister Rebecca. Right. Beth is the one that left, and then he, so Nathan's talking about how like after Beth left, it took several years for them to like find an equi- equilibrium and balance afterwards. And then did he you said-
1: hear him say that she also lost her childhood best friend? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder why your
0: marriage didn't work. I, it, hello hello <laughs> ding dong but then he's like you know unless you're a po- person who gets divorced like you don't know how it fundamentally changes you and and then Cody starts talking about how like it's weird to have a big family and it's a big deal this big family but now he goes now I have a small family and which that's one not, is not true He has I, five children living at his home well also you still have kids and I maybe it means like the whole family unit as i know it but it's like you're now acting like you have a totally different family yeah you still have 18 children
1: yeah and also like my best friend has five kids there are so many fucking kids in her house at all times i'm like mm-hmm. there's so many fucking kids here <laughs> like it is so fucking loud there are so many kids here cody has five kids living in his house yeah, but you're is your gonna friend. tell me is a small
0: family what are you're you talking fine. about i mean relatively speaking i guess if, if most of you and your friends have 10 plus kids, then I guess five is small. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, then, uh, yeah. So officially Cody has made it very clear that his family is, is Robin and her kids at this point. So he says, I don't want to identify as a monogamous, but what, if you are what you do, then what are you when you don't do that thing anymore? Like if I'm not in a polygamous relationship, then but I don't want to be a monogamous, and what am I? And it's like I was what, glad I...
1: to hear him say that at least. So it's like, finally, he's having like this smallest amount of introspection.
0: Yeah, he 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 will crest above the water occasionally, but then he just dives back into his bullshit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he gets it, and then then we're right back down into the depths of the of hell. So then Cody's like, you know, I just wish I could go back in time. And Nathan says that he was like bitter, and this is where he says like. I I was so bitter about my divorce, I didn't even consider that my wife just lost a childhood best friend. And like I maybe need to take into consideration the fact that like it when a divorce happens, it also affects the sister wife element. And that's also being lost at the same time. But of course, Cody only factors this into Robin and how she's losing out and yeah. then of course robins like you know i've been feeling depressed and you know it's been really heartbreaking and difficult but again like i would like you to explain what what is it because you have been purporting like you've never really had a relationship with the other wives Or the other parts of the family. So, like, what are you so heartbreaking over? Nothing really has been lost.
1: Also, Cody, you are literally in the middle of currently losing Janelle. And a big part of your fight is that she still wants to have a relationship with Christine. So why don't you, instead of only thinking about Robin, think about Janelle in this instance? Right. Right. There is a wife that this actually did deeply affect and that this can be applied to. But you clearly have already left her in your mind. But like Janelle said... Cody will never be the one that says I'm leaving you but he had left Janelle at this point
0: yeah and and he even has mentioned like you know when when a a husband gets cantankerous you know the wives can stick together and like have each other and it's like oh yeah think about Janelle and Christine have been doing life together Mm -hmm. and so that is a big adjustment that she's now gone and obviously Christine was the leader of the family clearly hmm <laughs> clearly because the kids followed her yeah and they didn't have to not janelle's kids they didn't have to do that and they did nope. so then cody starts talking about how like in plural marriage men struggle to acknowledge the difficulty the woman has and um nathan's like yeah i think i think so <laughs> but then cody starts talking about the sacred loneliness and that- okay i want to say before yeah.
1: we get into all i actually I understand what Cody was saying here, but not in a way that excuses him in a way that religious patriarchal polygamy is such inherently bullshit and does not work and it is impossible to work. And yeah, there is a sacred loneliness because a wife is fighting 24 seven for resources that she cannot get.
0: Yeah. I'm actually surprised that Christine and Mary me, have never heard that term. Me before. too.
1: Because, and I mean, like, it makes a lot of sense in the context. I'm like, yeah, yeah because your religion is bullshit.
0: So you have to like make up some sort of like mercenary effect or whatever to it, to make it seem worth it. Like I'm sacrificing for the greater good. Exactly. the loneliness that comes with that.
1: You're not. And it's absolute bullshit, but they, they teach women that if you feel lonely and you, if you dare to have lonely feelings, then you're a bad person because you need to be like working on a relationship with God.
0: Yeah, you, you like turn loneliness into like a virtue or something. Yeah, and that just goes to show you like what
1: bullshit this religious patriarchal polygamy is because it is set up. If they have a term that's called sacred loneliness about the, right. the experience of women, of yeah. wives, I that know. shit is not right.
0: That's so depressing.
1: But I did, I really loved when Christine was like cackling at the idea of
0: it. That was really funny to me. Um, oh open mouth laughing like what does that mean like you're supposed to honor the fact that you're lonely and she just like keeps laughing mary says i've never heard of that term and i think it's stupid like flat out i think it's stupid
1: but <laughs> once <laughs> again i wish that they would just be like yeah that's a thing because our because the way we were raised is bullshit and we were taught that we were supposed to value this being abused being emotionally abused by her husbands
0: yeah janelle only half explained it yeah yeah she's like you know you're supposed to make a sacrifice of some of your emotional needs because you want to live in plural marriage so then mary says you know i hear cody talk about how hard plural marriage is on the women and it's like really now you're figuring that
1: out when she said that i was like damn
0: give her two more because
1: that means her and cody have been having this fight for 30 years Mm. Well, they were having that fight for twenty years, and then they
0: right. stopped having fights. <laughs> um right, right. So Janelle's like, yeah, I always thought that that idea of like sacred loneliness was really dumb. Sorry. And then here we go, Robin, who has everything? Yeah, I agree with Cody. Yeah, you know, it can be lonely. and, you know, in my head, it's an opportunity to get a relationship with God. Okay, when oh, have so you had is- that time? When what is, is she yeah, what is she Robin, We
1: watched this show.
0: You're trying to gaslight like me. You have not been away with this from this man since 2019. What are you talking about? And even
1: before that at most you spent two nights away, at
0: most. At most, girl, the man was willing to drive 4 hours to you in that Plymouth LeSabre or whatever away from his crowning wife to, to kick it with you and your kids but okay you, like you have whose, time to have a relationship with god
1: people whose husbands travel for work spend less time than robin did with her polygamous husband
0: a thousand percent a thousand percent i i grew up with kids uh there were 10 kids in the family and their dad worked in england oh so she took care of the kids like 85 percent of the time he would come in like a few days a month that's, but okay. Okay, girl. Okay. Okay. So back in the car, Nathan's talking about how with plural marriage, like, it's about a woman's right to choose who her husband is. And if he's married, then so what? <laughs> the rage that I felt at that statement.
1: First it is of all, wild. how dare you even mutter the words, a woman's right, a woman's right, to, right choose. to choose. Uh-huh. I <laughs> was flabber. Gasted by that what the fuck are you talking about
0: what is he talking about
1: and if she's married so be it um excuse me but i thought the wives were supposed to approve all the income like all the new wives
0: right i'm not you guys are really rewriting history as to how this works i i don't really get it i don't get really it. rewriting history cody's really rewriting history with janelle and christine Ooh, in a, in the worst possible way bitch i read your book we all have at this point so nathan's are talking about how like exhausting it is because the wives get a break but it's expected like they expect me to spend a hundred percent of the time with them mm-hmm. and, like, whatever but they get time off poor man man. also
1: like not for nothing like okay that's true once again it's why your religion is bullshit stop trying to convince me that there is any greater sacrifice here like just stop with this bullshit nobody's making you do this stop
0: nobody's making you do this that is a great point you guys are struggling for no reason nobody's None. forcing you nobody's forcing you. so cody's like yeah i was really tired of hearing about the struggle so nathan says in a confessional unless you have sat in the seat and you've been a guy who's had four wives and you've tried to meet the emotional physical and spiritual and mental needs of four women there's a hubris that comes with judgment and i thought babe we're on season 18 of the show if y'all didn't want to be judged then get a real jobs okay get a real job
1: yeah also you weren't doing that anyway <laughs> what are you talking about you were never tried to do that when you had three wives you weren't trying to do that by all accounts no
0: as soon as robin got in the picture you were like i don't really want to fuck the other three so he's like finally i don't even have to pretend to like these other three (laughs) never happened. so i will have that hubris nathan i'll take that i'll take that and I'll, i'll spread it gladly cody says in a confessional that he courted mary and robin but janelle and christine asked to be in the family and with that he had some special requirements that he wanted them to meet Uh, i'm honestly gonna puke before he came into the family and mainly that requirement was that there are going to be other wives but you have to be committed to me and it's like hold on did you see what christine posted no on
1: instagram yesterday no no it's really nice to be with someone who doesn't have any special requirements before we get married. I love being loved for just who I am. I love you. Although it's funny because she posted this wearing, their. her and David are wearing Washington Commander shirts. And I thought she was going to be like, except for being a Commander's fan, but <laughs> that's like where I thought it was going. And that's not where it went, but. Full shade.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to put a picture in there to, to fill your caption, you know? Mm-hmm that's what she did oh well god bless her for that i saw the picture but i didn't read the caption um but yeah so basically also first of all hold on
1: this is not true because according to their book cody went to janelle's office and asked her to court and she said no Mm -hmm. and then it was like later that she started coming around and then they started talking it was not And also they always talk about the fact that men are not allowed to date when they're married and that it's like against polygamy. And like, now he's like, I chose Mary and Robin, but they invited themselves over. Like, what are you talking about? You married them.
0: He acts like they were just like, like he opened his front door and they were standing there on their knees. Like, please, sir, let us into the They also talk about the fact that they specifically brought Christina in to fix the problems
1: between Janelle and Mary, which are forever, LOL. But like- you have been talking for this entire show about the reason that you married Christine, not
0: because she asked. Right. I'm not understanding this, like... It's mean. It's mean. It's mean for him to say. It's really mean for him to act like... Christine, who they keep saying was like the polygamous princess of their community, was like such a loser that mm-hmm. he like had to just scoop her up out of out of ex- uh, whatever obscurity and be like, "Well, I'll marry you since nobody else will." You nacho eating loser. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I don't get it. It does not make any sense to me. I I I mean, obviously, like we didn't know a teenage Christine, but I just I feel like she probably had a couple other people on her dance card yeah I mean there aren't that many people in their community right I'm sure she was fine but yeah it's it's really mean to act like that it's one of the meanest things that a man can do to a woman is to act like she was like uh, somebody that you like helped out by being in a relationship with them like it's really really it's crazy so yeah Janelle does explain like it's improper for a man to be out there dating chasing wives so really what happens is like a woman will be like hey I might feel spiritually called to be in your family but you know you gotta move forward like it's it's not like you know everybody has like their own responsibility in this Cody especially but then like she's like Cody keeps saying that Christine and me asked to be in the family and that Robin was invited but like or if that's the case are we just supposed to be happy that we get less and because robin was invited that she gets more like what's what are, what is the implication here like mm-hmm. we we asked there was a courtship we got married it seems like they went through the process completely like he's acting like there was no courtship with with uh janelle or, or christine
1: yeah no it's crazy it <clears throat> makes
0: no sense none at all Of course, Cody says, you know, they had their full choice to be in this family. And then, like, after they went through this process, they don't want to be part of it. And it's like, yeah, that's how choices work. You dummy. They wanted it. And then you were an asshole to them. So then they didn't want it. And now you're acting like, well, they were just supposed to stay here forever. Mm -hmm. That's wild. It's so wild. And then Cody says, excuse me, that he was so optimistic about living plural marriage because everybody seemed happy, but nobody's happy now. When were they happy? when never when ever this was his dream and now it's gone and it's such a mess and this is where nathan goes we can deny it but like robin and any of the wives that stay with him are in for a ride with cody for sure and even nathan who is related to mary did not even factor mary into that and i think that's worth mentioning <laughs> so robin, even he do it. nathan's like no they're not together what no 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 they're so together no and i want to know like if we're gonna have nathan here let's have rebecca on here i want to know what rebecca thinks yes. about harry's relationship yes
1: there are so many more interesting things to talk about
0: i want to know what rebecca thinks i really really do so then robin says that she and cody haven't had as many problems in their marriage as they have now because he's now like paranoid he's suspicious of people turning on him and like he's been directly mad and he's i mean like, i
1: believe it it's whatever yeah. anger that has caused him to push away three wives is obviously yeah. not just gonna like evaporate around robin you suddenly go away
0: like yeah you're the last the last one standing girl so yeah you're gonna get a couple of those licks it's not surprising to me at all I mean I've always <clears> said this Robin <throat> wanted to be the best
1: wife or the first wife the favorite wife not the only wife and now mm-hmm. she's experiencing only
0: wife and I don't
1: know how much she likes it
0: it appears not not very much <laughs> not very much so then Cody tells Nathan you know I just wish that I had asked Christine and the rest of them what their idea of marriage is now and then in a confessional cody says the five years ago he was fighting to keep all this together but what's happened since then is that like now he's got like this feeling of relief when a woman says that she's leaving yeah okay yeah <laughs> i believe because you don't like them you don't like yeah, them. so stop acting like you're so hurt by them it, that's what's been driving me crazy about this whole Christine that like you been saying like I don't even like her I don't love her I don't want to be in a relationship with her but then you're like I don't understand why she's leaving me <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy it's, it's so, so crazy bonkers so Janelle says I've had to think about plural marriage and she says like I think there's still a purpose for it they basically all say that like all of them are still like I believe it I just don't believe it for me and, and Janelle's it's like ex- shut
1: up no you don't like you know it doesn't work shut up
0: Janelle even says that she could see herself in another plural marriage but she just doesn't know how that would work out I'm like it's not I Janelle needs whoever said this to to be with like a a long whatever you call it like a truck driver like yeah. a truck driver that's yeah. what she needs who comes home one time a month yeah yeah for sure And he helps her, and they can like go outside and look at the stars. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. he comes home. She has like a list of things he needs to fix, Uh and he does it.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, they go camping sometimes. It's great. Oh my God, I
1: can totally see that.
0: (laughs) That's the perfect man. Um, so yeah, basically, um, Mary says something pretty shocking for me. She goes, I don't think our family is falling apart because of polygamy i think it's been because of personalities and then she says i think cody regrets marrying christine i don't know where he is with janelle but i do a hundred percent believe that he regrets marrying me i my
1: jaw dropped when she said that i was like jesus Never but gone. i mean see the day finally
0: so why are you still here
1: <laughs> well according to next week she's not <laughs>
0: <Deuces>. <laughs> oh my god so yeah, Cody tells Nathan that he's like a godless man. Now the prayers are weak and faithless. He's not meditating anymore. And he's just in the spot where he's struggling and that he just wants to be a dick for a while. So Cody says in a confessional, I just want to grow horns so bad. I want to yes. say main things. I want to be a jackass. I just have this urge to just, just, just be the asshole that she said I was like, oh, you think I'm an asshole? I'll show you one.
1: Oh." First of all, it's a very weird thing to be like, I just want to grow horns. Like, right. okay. Um, also like you are a bad asshole, Cody.
0: What do you, you already are. The, it, this feels like a men's rights philosophy. Like be, yes. She yes. says you're you do that. You do that. Uh-huh. Totally agree. Ugh. And then Nathan says something about like, yeah, you need to stare at the man in the mirror and see how big your horns are. Because then he says, I've thought things that I didn't think I would during this divorce and Cody's like yeah yeah I have a gremlin inside me but the way Nathan said that I'm like mm, do we need to get you in for questioning here what were you thinking about these two dark it's like they're way to bury a body
1: like I just what don't like me? it
0: I don't like the vibes and I gotta say like I don't like Cody but I definitely don't think they were on the same wavelength with that like I think Cody's been thinking asshole thoughts but I felt like Nathan was thinking dark thoughts yes agreed
1: I didn't like it I didn't like it one bit at all that man scares me those eyes I just (laughs) he scares me
0: so then Cody says that the deepest temptations he's had was to just sit down and stop trying to be good and that's happening to him now and it's devastating because there's an urge That he's fighting that's deep into him and it's ugly and it's sinister. And it's like the urge that you want to starve to be mean as hell. And it's been a really fight, a big fight for him. And then he says, I worked so hard to do what was, I worked so hard to do what was right. And to feel like you failed, even to God, you just feel like, well, I should be the devil that I think I am now. This is stuff that I've been keeping to my should be keeping to myself. I don't want Robin to see this. I don't want her to know how dark I've gotten.
1: Cody, go to fucking therapy. Hello. Not now. Go, go to therapy. This Not is Nancy. unwell.
0: It's weird. It's also really like weird.
1: you've been trying to be good. When, bitch? When?
0: When? When?
1: what season which one you just mean like you so you just that was the
0: passive-aggressive state you lived in for 30
1: years yeah
0: when that when those um people from the university of las vegas came to to uh watch your family that was you trying to be good yeah and, yeah. and then your Shut kids up, fought Kobe. each other in the, in the <laughs> your kids fought each other in the movie the movie theater parking lot that's when mm-hmm. you were good.
1: Mm-hmm. or when you were hitting your kids when they were children apparently yeah. What, like what is he talking about he
0: says know. things and i'm like when he's what? been faking it this whole time that's his his example of being good that's him being good i've just been faking it i've been pretending to be nice to them that's like because i'm a good man serial killer shit honestly it seems like this is a person i've always wanted to be and i've been hiding it by being good but now i just want to be that i, I just want to be that person that i've been hiding inside
1: the, he's about to be the Flagstaff
0: strangler. Like
1: Jesus Christ, <laughs> truly. <laughs>
0: like, watch a coyote pass. See if there are any freshly dug holes. Yeah. Where, where's that uh that hole that they built for the the plumbing? <clears throat>
1: check
0: that check that. So then Nathan says, looking back, he wouldn't have wanted himself filmed when he was breaking up with his ex. He would have been very messy. and I'm like, I'm sure Nathan, because even years now, you're being kind of messy still. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping. Cody says that there's like a difficulty in a relationship that he feels like it would be easier to like let go and go on to something else like he just has the urge to break it off and start again and when he means that he means leaving Robin too yeah I was surprised he said that same 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 so Nathan's like yeah you can throw your hands up or you can fight for redemption but Cody's like you know it would just be stupid to leave i'd be abandoning the only person that loves me and then cody says in a confessional that i've just got a gut urge to run away from my life and change my name and be something else because i just hate my life right now okay
1: i can 100 percent see cody as someone who would fake his own death (laughs) but then would be caught within
0: 79 hours like a yeah there was a, a lady um, who did that in in the town that I grew up and I'm sure you know, her name is like Jennifer Wilbanks and she, this was like early, maybe early 2000s and she said that she had gotten kidnapped. She was a runaway bride. She was supposed to get married and then she ran away. I can't remember, I can't remember the full story but I'm sure you guys remember this happened like early 2000s, I think. But yeah, she tried to like fake her own life and it, it didn't work out. It's amazing. I, I will
1: say- it does worry me when I hear somebody with a lot of rage talking about like I just want to end it. I just want to run away. I don't want to be me. Right. And this was filmed like years ago at this point, but it that does like tick a like I'm like mm, you need to go to a therapist or a psychiatrist because that's like
0: scary like
1: Like it's just very final language. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's it's dark, a little too yeah. dark for my liking. Oh God. So
1: then Rob, the this is like another reason that religious patriarchal polygamy like this doesn't work. It is not natural to be going through a divorce and also having to like maintain and cherish a loving relationship yeah. with a
0: wife. And family. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That That's- is not well, and I mean, I'm not saying it can't work in like polyamory circles, but like the reason that can work is because they're openly and honestly talking about their feelings and processing and dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And They don't even talk about each other's relationships, supposedly, although we know he talks about it with Robin. Um, But like, she
0: she spills on that all the time.
1: Well, yeah. When she's like, I don't know what the deal breaker was between him and Christy. I'm like, why would you know, honey? I thought you weren't supposed to be talking about each other's marriages like that. Um, But like, even still, this is not a polyamorous situation. So I doubt they're talking about it to the extent that needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. in order to like get through this like that's a very weird situation that i would imagine most people could not navigate no it would probably be difficult for me yeah how do you break it with like three people yeah and still loving robin and being married to her and having a normal healthy happy relationship like that's not possible
0: yeah you've got it like there's got to be growing pains and and just like yeah i mean there's no way like you can how can you go from that fight with janelle and then walk into robin's house and be like hey guys yeah (laughs) you just slammed one door how are you gonna like open it open the next one and not be pissed off like it's got to be impossible it is impossible as we see
1: yeah well that's why he punishes the kids too because he doesn't know how to separate
0: anything exactly monster monster Ugh. So then Robin comes back and says, I've always wanted to live plural marriage since I was a young ma. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh my God. I just like, I wonder what the deal breaker was in the marriage. Cause this is not what our agreement was. And like it would just devastate me if he decided to leave. And I just know he has thoughts about that, but I know he'd regret it because he's not selfish. He's just in pain. Like
1: it's both. I saw somebody ask on Reddit, and I thought this is a really interesting question, that if one of the kids, especially maybe one of the younger kids, Robin's kids, decides to become unloyal to Cody, if Robin would pick the kids or Cody. Um, and I was like, that is really interesting. I kind of think that she wouldn't have to because I think she would convince Cody that wasn't going on. Like, mm. I, I don't think Robin would allow them to get to a place where it's between the kids or him. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, that she's no, more control over the situation than that. But if I'm Robin, I'm definitely thinking about that, right? Like, yeah, look at what he's doing to all these other women. Like, she, I, I think that there is a part of Robin that's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta step some games up because he's now he's willing to leave women. You know, like now he's like fully willing to leave wives, mm-hmm. and what does that mean for me?
0: yeah yeah
1: she'd be stupid not to be thinking that
0: oh she'd be an absolute fool
1: and I don't think she's a fool I think that she is a lot of things but I don't think she's dumb about stuff like that
0: No, she she knows how she got into this relationship she knows yeah. that she's playing the game she knows it like she's doing the things that she needs to do to maintain this relationship I can't remember she said something last season about like how coming into this family i think something along the lines of basically like this wasn't necessarily a romantic thing mm-hmm. in this family like she basically knew what she had to do she knew what was required of her and that's what she wanted because she wanted her children to be like in a safe family or whatever like i think she loves cody for what i do i think, think that cody her. and i
1: think cody and robin love each other i do i will never forget That scene from last season or the season before when he had been quarantining with Janelle for some reason and then he was able to get back to Robin's house and he like Mm -hmm. was wearing that leather jacket and he like opened his jacket and she like slid into his arms and chest in a way that I was like, oh, they're breathing. (laughs) like like you could see them both like do like a sigh of relief like I'm back with my person like I can breathe regularly again and -hmm. I was like oh they they fucking love each other those two love each other I really do believe that but I also believe that marriage is really can be very hard and that life gets really hard and I think that Robin I don't know I think that Robin would leave Cody if she felt like it like I think if push came to shove she'd be like all right get out I'll take everything bye
0: <laughs> see I think I we're on the same page that they love each other but I think their motivations are very different like I sure Robin loves I think they love the life that they provide for each other yeah
1: yeah she loves having Cody be a husband and a father to her kids and they live in that big beautiful home and he loves it she lets him be whatever man
0: he feels exactly
1: well and she figured out so easy early on that he just wanted a damsel in distress she i mean look i said this before those other three women spent 20 years running around like fucking chickens with their head cut off they had no fucking idea about how to do anything with Cody. Robin came in, and within a minute, she had that bitch so figured out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was like, "Oh, <laughs> yep. I see what I need to do here.
0: Yep, just act like I'm. I need you. That's all I gotta do. Yep. Really, Ugh, mom." but so now christine's back in flagstaff is now after christmas she and janelle were sharing that airbnb with the kids and they're gonna have their own christmas traditions and it's like all the kids are playing snowball fight in the backyard and gabriel says in a confessional that he thinks that he has like a whole relationship with christine and her kids and he feels like his dad and maybe even robin didn't make an effort but he doesn't feel slighted but he does feel absolutely neglected, which is actually worse, Gabriel.
1: Yeah. When less. he said
0: that, I was like,
1: "What?" It feels it's significantly worse. But yeah, what that I think what he was trying to say is like, my dad's not. I don't feel like my dad's being like purposefully mean right now. He's just ignoring me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think because that's the only thing that would like kind of make sense. I thought that was a very weird statement.
0: I did too. I did too. So Robin, of course, says Janelle's boys didn't want to be around her, her kids or Cody for Christmas. And that was very heartbreaking for her. And, you know, if I would have thought for one second that they would have been open to it, I would have pushed to make that happen. And this is what she always says. Like, if I thought that this would help, then I would try. But I don't try. (laughs) This is is ultimately what is being said here. Robin could be doing
1: things and I would do that. Robin could be doing so much if she truly wanted this. And that's why I'm like, sh- I would just respect Robin so much more. She was just like, look, they don't want to be with us. That makes me not want to be with them. It is what it is. Right. But instead, she's like, I don't understand. Send a text, Robin. Call up a- me and say, Gabe, can you come over?
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. You know that this whole situation has to do with you because Garrison called your phone and said, can I have my father back? You can say- that the situation is messed up because janelle and is and you and cody are having this issue with like should do they need to apologize or does there need to be a conversation and there doesn't need to be anything if you just shut it down and say i want this family together gabe garrison whoever whatever we need to make it up like whatever i did i want to fix it because you i want you guys to have your father you robin wanted those kids there on christmas she would have gotten those kids in a second in
1: a second she would have told cody to shut the fuck up that the kids were going to be there it didn't matter she could have called gabe garrison hunter all of them up and said look i know things are weird i know things are weird with your dad let's take your dad out of the equation can you please come because i want you there and i love you and i want you to be there they would all are you kidding me they're all so fucking desperate for cody and robin to love them they would sprint over there right they're desperate for them to do that but robin's like i have absolutely no clue how i could ever mend this relationship
0: couldn't couldn't imagine it i have no idea Ugh. she probably doesn't even have her number saved in her phone probably well maybe she did on the group chat so she could identify who was cursing her. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so then Ugh, she's so stupid but Cody like what we do find out is that like Isabel truly and McKelty did go over to Cody and Robbins after like the Christmas you know Co- uh, Christine dropped them off right yeah so it, looked nice, it looked nice it looked fine hair. yeah it looked perfectly fine McKelty's obviously the only kid in the family outside of Robin's kids who genuinely has a relationship with Robin mm-hmm. Cody so She's I would actually
1: really like to talk. I would like for me to talk to McKelty because I think when she talks on her own, people she doesn't say the right things. And I don't think most people are asking her the right questions. Mm-hmm. But like I think McKelty was just such a black sheep and was just treated so shittily. And Robin was the first person to be like, You're fun, you're nice, yeah. you're smart, yeah. you're cool. And so like she's gonna stay loyal to Robin for a long time. And I think people like really comment McKelty for that. And they're like, how could you ever have a relationship with someone who treated your mom that way? I'm like, probably because her mom treated her like shit, a lot of her childhood, like like, shit is complicated. And I would really like to somebody like directly ask McKelty this type of stuff, because I think that people give McKelty a lot of shit for this. And I do understand to a certain point, but I think that like when you have 1800 siblings and 12 parents, like if one is going to shine their light on you, like you're going to stick with them.
0: And, and yeah, Europe. Also,
1: remember she was the Robin was the only one who was nice to Tony.
0: That's true. Remember, that true. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. how
1: fucking mean they were to Tony. And Robin's like, I think he's funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and also like another way to think about this with McKelty is like McKelty came from the mom who was like the most loving, right? So mm-hmm. if her mom mm-hmm. if they're having issues or whatever, and you know, just like typical mother daughter issues, she clearly does not have a soft place to land with Mary no 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 janelle's working you know yep. janelle's probably fine but you know she's got a bunch of kids that's I so true
1: all the kids to went to christine but yeah. she didn't have a christine to go to because that was her mom
0: right so i can see how robin would yeah that would be the, the, the next best thing frankly huh. um so yeah oh god so janelle says that there's been no communication between cody and savannah that's and so crazy it's she's just not- why was savannah not there that day with her he sister. He hasn't called her. And she says, I, I don't think, you know, like they haven't talked to each other, but I don't think it's Savannah's pace to chase yeah. him. It's on him. Exactly. On him. Oh, my God. So
1: I also like not for nothing. I agree that it's 100% Cody's responsibility, but Savannah's still 17, right? When this is yeah. happening or 16. Yeah. Janelle should have called up Cody and cursed him out over this. Yeah. Full stop. Totally. She should have called him up and been like, why the fuck? Did you not call your daughter? Yeah.
0: I don't I care found, found, found out all those has, other girls. I found out, out
1: yeah, I find out four of your girls are going over there. Why is Savannah not invited? Mm-hmm. And look, I get it. It is on Cody, but that is still a minor child. I think with the adult kids, I get it. Like Janelle's tried and it hasn't really, you know what I mean? Like with the boys, she's like tried. But like when it comes to Savannah, she's still a minor and Janelle needs to be on that phone cursing Cody out over this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know she's not because she is like the queen of passive-aggressive. And in 22 years, we'll call Cody and be like, why didn't you invite Savannah over for Christmas in 2021? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? And he'll be like, it's 2080. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then she'll be like, and then Mary wouldn't let my kids go through her house. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how Janelle operates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think that like, I get, I 100% agree with Janelle that this is Cody's responsibility. But yeah. also I, I, believe that in parenting many things you have to do are not fair right like and you're doing them for the sake of your child yeah and somebody should be advocating for Savannah and she knows Cody isn't going to do it so this is her unfair role that she has to take it's very much um the way that I think about like Chelsea and Adam and Aubrey Mm -hmm. and how everyone's like it's not Chelsea's job to do xyz and it's like well it is because it's her mom she's her mom even if it's not fair right you know what I mean it's not about fairness here Like Savannah should have been over there and Janelle should have been cursing Cody out for not being over there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh Lord. So yeah, we're back at Robbins and McKelty's there. Avalon's there. Her daughter is like very cute. And robin says like before christine left flagstaff she told her she didn't want any relationship with her, or her kids but like you know if if they did it would be such a blessing but again i'm not doing anything about it
1: so christine didn't say that she knows christine wouldn't say that that's just not the way that christine would ever talk about children yeah. and literally what robin asked was what about we watched the fucking conversation happen on camera yeah and that's not what they said not at all christine would never ever ever say that but as i said earlier it wouldn't have killed christine to like send a text to the girls sure
0: sure. to be
1: like i don't feel that way i really hope that if you feel that you want to talk to me you can you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. she could have done that um and she didn't but whatever fine it's (laughs) not the world but robin
0: is really really killing me with that one loser so then we see second christmas and um i wasn't noticing any additional dirt bikes were you no, no, additional dirt bikes. no okay. Truly, probably would have
1: loved. Imagine a little truly on a dirt bike. Uh, she ripping, yeah.
0: ripping, ripping. Really would have loved a dirt bike. Would have a great time. A cr- well, I don't Savannah, know. I remember Savannah, remember her on that bike, and she was like, "Oh, probably autonomy." <laughs> no that was so choice. funny.
1: <laughs> but Why doesn't Savannah get a dirt bike? Yeah,
0: it, exactly. Savannah's there. She Savannah was the only one to like guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, she loves it there. Put oh, it in the RV. They're just seemingly god, just poor Oh my god, poor thing. She's really getting like maybe the worst. I I would I think so.
1: I really think so. I think she has a mom that's probably really checked out, and all of those kids had a mom that was really checked out. But at least they had a bunch of siblings around, and Christine and Mary, and you know what? Like she is alone on an island. Yeah, no, and sisters. no sisters like it's well
0: you know Madison's gone
1: <laughs> yeah but also Madison lives in fucking North Carolina anyway yeah, like right. she is just in a hard and like there's no way that she has the same bond I mean and also she's what 10 years younger than McKelty and Aspen anyway mm-hmm. like she's sig- older than um older than truly in a way that they couldn't be friends i wonder if like she and gwen are close because she and Isabel, she and isabel are like
0: the same age but they don't seem close either they don't seem either i remember gwen saying that she and isabel are very close but yeah i don't they never factor savannah into that and i'm I'm wondering why now that you, you know they want to they, they always go on and on about how we're a big
1: family we're a big family we were one family it doesn't seem that way
0: yeah <laughs> Seems like you were just people in a people in a cul-de-sac, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: those were your childhood neighbors. Yeah,
1: literally, they're like you'd be like, remember those neighbors when I was like twelve?
0: It's so fun. Made all those kids. Oh man. So yeah, Robin says in order to explain why her children are also opening Christmas presents after they've opened their other Christmas presents, is that she basically held off on some of the gifts until the girls got there so that they wouldn't feel left out because god forbid yeah once once again i like truly
1: didn't even bat an eye at that and i was like "Mm -hmm, second christmas
0: sure that makes sense okay yeah you had more cousins in the exact same house just because more people came here Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you do that
1: (laughs) god i'm really spoiled (laughs)
0: <laughs> there was another like it, talking head with Ariola and salomon but i it really was irrelevant it did i'm just
1: like i just am actually really glad we got this i've been really worried about little Ari. Yeah. and like she she seemed great or like very, you know what i like she could speak clearly she was funny she was laughing and i was like yeah. okay we're she's okay. Like
0: she's got a big
1: personality. Yeah. We're okay. Like th- <laughs> things are okay. Things might not be great. She might still have a past fire date, but like she you at know. least like Nobody's
0: perfect, you know, <laughs> she at least can speak
1: <laughs> She's really worried about that
0: gosh so at some point during the gift giving cody is sitting on this like ch- like a love not a love seat but like a big overstuffed chair and he asks mm-hmm. rob to sit next to him but she's like like being very like no i don't want to do it but she says in a confessional that she doesn't want to rub it in the other girls faces
1: i have never
0: ever since
1: season one episode one i've never understood the dynamics of the wives in the way that they like present Extreptor. around each other and each other's mm-hmm. children and robin used to be on that page with me do you remember she used to be like i don't get it <laughs> yeah like if i want to kiss him on Valentine's
0: Day, like i should be able to do it yeah and she's
1: like and why wouldn't they kiss him in front of me and it's always been like yeah because you love your husband and he loves you and
0: it's not the same with the other women Different. but it's Different. interesting
1: now that robin seems to be kind of in that spot which indicates to me that i wonder if things are not as good between her and Cody. mm-hmm because it used to be like full on also like once again it's like it's not rubbing it in the face like that's your husband like it's okay just because he's not with their mom anymore but once again this is the unnaturalness of the type of polygamy that they live Mm -hmm. that like it doesn't make any fucking sense it makes zero zero sense the idea that robin needs like not sit with her husband on a holiday because like other children will be upset by it
0: yeah yeah This wouldn't be a problem if, if they under, if they had like a healthy relationship with their father. Yeah. I wouldn't be an issue, but you'll figure it out, Robin. You'll figure it out. Um, so basically, uh, Cody's like, well, I'm not that optimistic because like, this has been a hard year and I don't know what the family looks like a year from now. And I'm in a deep sorrow and I'm struggling, you know, to like reach out to the kids because Janelle's household is the source of my pain. And I wanted a good Christmas and be present and centered with Robin and her kids so I can enjoy it. And zero
1: awareness. Zero accountability. Asshole. Zero responsibility. Uh, absolutely none. Her household is the source of your, your her children? Her children. Your children. Is her you children. Mean. Her children. No, no, that has nothing to do with Cody. Those are just Janelle's kids. He is no part of that
0: horrible horrible shit so basically he's like yeah i just wanted a a good christmas being present and centered with robin and her kids and so i can enjoy it Ugh, and i know there are things that i have to change but i'm not ready we know (laughs) yeah you never will be babe not not gonna not gonna even attempt to be ready he's such a loser he's such a loser and i can't believe how many times he told on himself like this is my new family unit fuck them kids yeah wild wild he's such a dick do you have any final thoughts liz um i just think cody's a really good dad
1: and (laughs) i think he's always been a really good dad i think that he loves his wives and is just like a really godly man who leads his family
0: i couldn't agree more <laughs> you guys i'm gonna put the links to liz's patreon in the episode description so you'll check it out there liz thank you so much for speaking of course you'll have to come and talk plathville with me oh anytime girl anytime <laughs>
1: Bye, my y'all. other lovely family
0: <laughs> hello religious repression is is the way for me <laughs> Bye,